It's been said that every quilt tells a story, and it's so true. But I also believe every quilter has a story to tell. I wanted to hear about the people behind these wonderful quilts and thought you'd enjoy hearing about their lives also. Welcome to A Quilter's Life. Well, here we are coming to the end of 2022. I thought I'd take this time to share some of the tips the guests on A Quilter's Life have shared. I thought I'd be able to go through all of the 170 episodes since the podcast started, but I guess that was an unrealistic goal. I got through the six months of 2019 and 2020, and I hadn't even touched 2021 or 22. So I will give you the tips from the first 18 months of the show. I also pulled out the favorite tools that people had shared with us, and I'll share that information in next week's episode. Time is a funny thing. Listening to those podcasts from three years ago, I would have sworn that I had just talked to them last week. But it was fun to hear them again and hear how similar we are as quilters, and yet we're so different. And this shows up in the tips they gave. I have a list of 18 tips that I pulled from those episodes. And I'm going to start with 18 and work up to one. Now, some people just gave one. Some people didn't give any. And some people gave a few. So it was fun to see what they shared with us. With several of the ones on the lower end just being shared once. But at the top of the list, they were shared by several people. So number 18, take a class, find someone that makes the kind of things you want to make and take a class from them. What a great tip. There are so many wonderful classes offered out there. So find one that you like and jump in. 17, set up your sewing space to fit your needs. I changed this a little bit because we had two sides of the coin here. One person shared that they set their space up so that they could reach everything and get things done quickly. But another person shared that they had things spread out in their area because they felt they needed to get up in between the different steps. So do what works for you, but set it up so it flows nicely. Now, 16 and 15 kind of went together too. 16. Don't be afraid to use color. It's fun to test the different colors and see what you really like, but don't be afraid to stretch yourself and use different colors. But then on the other end, on 15, the tip is use colors and techniques you like. So I guess I would think start with the colors you like. Make sure that that's what you want to do before you start stretching yourself with other colors. 14. Don't give up. I love this tip. As one guest shared that they had put something aside for a while and they didn't know where it was going to be used, but they eventually came back to it. They didn't give up on it, but it was the perfect gift for someone at the right time. So don't give up. 13. There are different ways to do the same thing. So find what works for you. 12 is Leaders and Enders by Bonnie Hunter. I've heard so much about this, 
And I was excited when I first heard about it. And I think it's a great way to use up small pieces or work on the second quilt. Leaders and enders is a wonderful idea. Tip 11. Use weight on ruler. Some people use maybe those old-fashioned irons that are a little bit heavy. I have a couple of Guthrie's great-grandmother's irons, and I have them in the sewing room. But I do tend to use a five-pound weight sometimes when I want to use a weight on my ruler to hold it in place. Use a design board. Now, there was a couple different tips with the design board. One is using the design board, and if things aren't looking quite right, walk away for a few minutes. Come back and look at your design again. Sometimes it will help you see something that you can't see when you've been staring at it for a while. And also, there were tips on making a design board that came in pieces or sections so that you could put it together and you could use it for travel. Tip nine, accurate seam allowance. This tip seemed to be repeated several times. I think I'm still working on it. How about you? Tip eight, don't be afraid to use your seam ripper. Some people dread that more than others, I think, but we've all been there where we need to take something out to make it the way we really want it to be. Tip seven was unique. Find a chair that fits you properly. It will alleviate back problems. Along with that, you might want to use the bed risers under tables so you're not leaning over so much when you're cutting. But with those two things, it will help your back. Tip six, get the best tools that you can afford. Notice they didn't say get the most expensive tools, just the best ones that you can afford. Even the less expensive ones at times can be used for many different blocks. Tip five. There were several different ways I think that people said this. So I'm going to pull them together here. Just do it. Try something new. Ask questions and stretch yourself. I thought those four tips kind of came to one thing, but just getting out there and doing it, not being afraid to do it if it's new. If you don't understand, don't worry about if you ask a wrong question. People are so willing to help, and this will stretch yourself. I know I've been stretched this past year in doing something I wasn't really expecting to do, but I'm glad I did it. Tip four. Work with others. Be part of a group. So many shared that they are part of guilds or just groups of people that get together or in a class that's part of a group. It's fun to be able to bounce ideas off of each other and be encouraged by each other. So that was a fun one. Tip three. Don't forget to use your iron and press those seams. Tip two. Now, obviously, this one was said quite often. Pay attention to the directions in a pattern, especially measuring and cutting. We all know the rule, measure twice, cut once. 
And one person said, measure more than twice. And the top one, number one, keep it fun. This is a hobby for most of us, not our job. We want it to be fun. Just enjoy the process. Remember, there are no quilt police. So do what you love. Take your time with it. That take your time with it part really helped me. Of course, I'm getting farther and farther behind, but I'm telling myself that's okay. This is fun. This is my hobby. I enjoy doing it. And although this isn't necessarily a tip, I wanted to mention that many of the guests say they pray over their quilts. They pray for the person they know it's going to, or they may not know who it's going to, and they pray for the unknown person. But they pray and ask that the Lord blesses the person that receives the quilt and that this quilt will be a blessing to someone. I can't tell you how thankful I am each week that you are listening to this podcast. I hope you are enjoying these stories of the wonderful people behind the beautiful quilts as much as I am. I hope you're enjoying it half as much as I am because I'm really enjoying getting to know each and every one of these quilters. I wasn't sure what I was going to do for 2023 as I didn't have anybody signed up. So I want to give a special thanks to Carolina Moore and Belle Bruner. I reached out to them last week and before I knew it, several people had signed up for interviews. And now we're looking at a wonderful lineup for 2023. I am so excited to be able to share these stories with you. And I'm looking forward to a wonderful year this coming year. Have a merry, merry Christmas. You can find more stories on aquilterslife.com. Or subscribe on your favorite podcast player so each episode will be downloaded automatically. Also, I want to hear about you and your wonderful quilts. Please contact me, Paula Chamberlain, through the website to set up an interview. And as always, thanks for listening.